Hi everyone! Welcome to the Bible and Me by Gwyn Ferrer podcast. This is your host, Gwyn Ferrer. And we're still on our Hebrew Bible series. And for this day, we are going to talk about the shape of the Hebrew Bible. I believe all of us have Bibles. We all have our own copies of the Bible. Whether it's a book form or it's a Bible app, we have it with us. And because there are mga Bible apps of phone, it's easier to carry it around with us, diba? So, eh, and normally, what we do is, um, whether it's a book or a Bible app, we open our Bibles. We read through the passages and then we prayerfully seek God on what He is speaking to us on the passages. And we also, as what I would always encourage, we study the scripture to really draw out the message that God wants to convey out of the passages. We don't normally think about um, the components right, that make up the Bible. What I mean is, um, we don't think about um, what materials were used para i-bookbound ang ato ang paper Bibles. We don't normally think about hagiunsa ni siya pag-edit nga kuan nga, nga part of the Bible. We don't normally think about those things because because for us, the Bible is something that we need to read, something that will help us grow in our spiritual walk with God. And that's fine. However, because we're studying the Hebrew Bible or we're learning about the Hebrew Bible, which is this is the Bible that Jesus and his contemporaries were more familiar, were familiar with, and it's an entirely different world there. And that's why we also need to look into the form of the Hebrew. Today, we're going to learn about the tangible physical components that were that came together, that were brought together to form the Hebrew Bible that they were reading, they were listening to back in Jesus' time, even as early before Jesus was born, and even later after Jesus ascended. So what we're going to do is, we're going to compare our Old Testament Christian Bible and our and the Hebrew Bible or the Tanakh. We're going to compare them side by side. Just imagine that um, we are comparing them side by side. And we're going to start with the Form, the physical form of these two Bibles. So let's start this by looking into the physical form, this physical shape of our Old Testament um, Christian, Bi- Christian Bible. So it's, it's compiled along with the New Testament. And it's in, in its classic form, it is in a book-bound form. And trivia, guys, it was the early Christians who adopted the book form, the book-bound form of the Bible. They call it codex. It's the archetype of the book that we are, the book 
um, form that we use right now for reading our literatures. Because of them, because of the early Christians, it wasn't just the Word of God that was uh, widely used, but also the use of the codex technology. And that's why we have we enjoy reading paperback books, or hardbound books right now. It's because of the codex that was used by the early Christians. But going back, we have the book-bound form. And you just have to flip through the pages. So when you... Uh, when you're finished with one book in our in our Bibles, we just flip it towards the next book. For example, if you're reading Genesis, after you're done with Genesis, you just flip through it and then, poop, there goes Exodus, right? And with uh, the Bible apps, it's digital. So what we do is scroll it, like we just do our fingers some ex we give our fingers some exercise so we swipe up swipe down swipe left swipe right for us to be able to read our digital bibles now let's go to the hebrew bible the hebrew bible came in the form of scroll so dili a scroll nga kanang what we do with the hands and what to access our um digital Bibles, but it's a literal scroll. It's made of um, leather, mostly. They're made of leather that were treated so that they would be able to um, run their inks there and write and transcribe the text of the Bible. A few of them were made of pap papyrus. It's, um, I think it's in Egypt, it's like the a kind of a weed or a grass and then they uh, when they form it or they kanang how do you call it? they produce it to become paper but mostly it's made of leather because leather is more durable and when taken care of a leather uh, scroll can last for a thousand of years that's what happened to the dead sea scrolls that were discovered sometime around 1940s. So, it contained Old Testament scrolls, pero when they, uh, when they checked on it, it's still in good condition. So, um, there's actually a website where we can do a virtual interaction with the Hebrew Bible. I'm going to uh, put the link in the description box of this podcast so you can click on it the good thing it's what's wonderful about that um, page is that you can like unscroll the Isaiah as in the, in the same way that they do the scrolling of it and when you point your arrow in a particular text it would bring up the English translation because Hebrew text man siya. So when you point up the, your arrow on a particular line or passage or text, it would give you the English translation. So, yeah, going back, it's the Hebrew Bible was made in scrolls. Was, the Hebrew Bible was made of leather scrolls and they don't, unlike us, they don't read it in the comfort of their homes it's being it's read in public usually in the synagogues in the temple 
So only and only there's only rare instances where the Hebrew Bible scrolls are read privately, usually done by teachers, scribes, and priests. So if you're a regular guy, if you're a regular Jewish guy or gal, um, what you would do to be able to hear or be immersed with the Word of God is you go to the synagogue and listen to it being read in public. So that's the scroll. That's how Jesus encountered the Hebrew Bible. That's how Jesus and his contemporaries encountered the Bible. So, um, the Jews were actually well known for being people of the law because they know the text of their Hebrew Bible down to the T. So, amazing Kaisilana. Kita, we're so advanced in our technology, but we have a hard time even memorizing a chapter. <laughs> I tried it. It took me pilaka days giyod. Wapagay na ako na memorize giyod ang Isaiah 44. Um, but for them, they know it verbatim because that's what they hear and that's what they commit to their memory. Even if um, they have access to the Hebrew Bible scrolls only through the public reading of it. So, those are the two comparisons. The Old Testament Christian Bible is in a book form or a digital form, while the Hebrew Bible or the Tanakh is in a scroll form. There's also some slight differences on the arrangement of the Old Testament Christian Bible and the Hebrew Bible. Because um, the Old, Christ, Old Testament Christian Bible consists of four sections. So you have the Pentateuch, which, is, which runs from Genesis to Deuteronomy. History, from Joshua to Esther. Then you have the Poetry section, from Job to Song of Solomon. And then the Prophets, which runs from Isaiah to Malachi. So... The Old Testament Christian book is arranged according to the theme. Like for example, for the Pentateuch, its theme is the law. And then for um, history, you have from Joshua to Esther, this comprised the narratives and the events that happened to the ancient Israelites. Starting from when they entered the Promised Land up to the establishment of the monarchy up to the exile. Then you have um, the poetry sections, which comprises of the very popular song, Joe, Song of Solomon, and then the prophets. So it's theme-based. Whereas the Hebrew Bible only has three sections. Because that's what katong Istoryahan sa previous episode, which is the Tanakh, that's already the three sections. You have the Torah, from Genesis to Deuteronomy, the Nevim, and the Ketuvim. Now, one um, one thing to note is, di ba, kung sa, Christian, sa Old Testament Christian Bible, the starting book is Genesis, the end book is the book of Malachi. We know Malachi because mauna siya gigitkanan sa popular nga giving exhortation which is give the whole tithe into your storehouse. So, um, 
the Christian, the Old Testament Christian Bible ends with Malachi. Now, sa Hebrew Bible, it also starts with Genesis, but it ends with the Chronicles. So, you can say it's the sec- it ends with Second Chronicles. So, Malachi, which is the last book in our Bible right now, is actually part of the Navim. So, naasya sa middle. So, those are, the, those are some of the notable differences between the um, arrangement or the organization of the he- Old Testament Christian Bible and the Hebrew Bible. Alright! Shout out time! So, shout out to J. Carlos Sahulga. He's <laughs> one of my koan, guy friend who I can see consistently views and listens to um, my, my IG stories and my podcast. Thank you so much, Kaloy, for the support. And I hope you all you enjoy learning more and loving the Bible more and more through what you gain in um, whatever it is I'm putting out there. So now we've pointed out the differences between the Hebrew Bible and the Old Testament Christian Bible. So what gives? We have here the scroll in which you open it by um, rolling open one side and then rolling it to the other side and you would be able to see the entire book in one view and couple that with how the Hebrew Bible is arranged Remember, it is arranged in three sections. So each section has a beginning part and an end part. And if, you, if you're gonna observe it, you will notice a certain editorial design of which you would be able to see a pattern that would convey its message about a particular leader or a messiah that they were hoping for. We can spot these at the beginnings and endings of each section, or meaning, we can spot these at the beginning and endings of the Torah, Nevim, and the Ketuvim. One example I can give is, um, if you're gonna notice the end part of the Torah, you will see it transition if you're going to see the last part of the last part or the last or let's say the last chapter of Torah just um, Deuteronomy and if you're gonna look at the first part of the Nevi'im which is chapter 1 of Joshua you will notice there a certain pattern that will repeat itself on the next sections of the Nevim and the Ketuvim, which will bring about a certain 
pattern, a certain noticeable pattern that will point to the Messiah. If this interests or excites you, tune in on our next episode because we're going to have an exercise so that we can discover the observable pattern that I was talking about. So for the next episode, be ready with your Bibles, pens, and notes and so that you can write down your observations. Also, I will be linking in the description box a chart that compares the arrangement of the books of the Hebrew Bible with the arrangement of the books of the Old Testament Christian Bible. And also, once again, I will be linking the website to the interactive Dead Sea Scrolls so that you can also have a virtual experience of opening um, the Dead Sea Scroll for yourself. Until the next episode, thank you for checking in. See you. Babangon. Tap tap. Susulong. Tap tap. Jesus loves me. I said. One, two, three, sing. Jesus loves me. He knows. He's a babble. He talks. 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 He talks.